Hello, welcome to the Bush League Gaming Podcast, your source for ordinary opinions from ordinary gamers. Today, we are discussing our most anticipated games of 2021. I'm your host, Jacob Bush, and with me today, his favorite candy is black licorice flavored saltwater taffy, leader of the Nintendites, Brian Scalf. I have never tried that flavor, but it kind of sounds good. I would do that. Do you like black licorice? I don't dislike it, but saltwater flavor, I am, I'm down for just because I love salt. Some people loathe the flavor of black licorice, so I wasn't sure if that was you. No, I'm not. I'm not super picky with flavors. I pretty much eat anything that's put in front of me to a fault. I believe that. Our other co-host today eats peanut butter straight out of the jar with his fingers, and he is the rightful heir to Mandalore. Your favorite Crip boy, Nick Beard. Ooh, Nick, explain part. why you're the rightful heir. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> Please. That first part made me cringe a little bit. You wouldn't do that? No. Dude, the, the heir to the Mandalorian throne can do whatever he wants. He can. Yeah. He, he really can. I think that one has to do with the fact that I pre-ordered a Dark Saber limited edition life-sized Nick, Nick, Dark how much, Saber. How much was that Dark Saber? Oh, I don't remember. Have you told Afton yet? No. Have you really not told her yet? Jake, no. maybe if we speak loud enough, she'll hear that you spent like $250 <laughs> on a recreation of the, the Dark Saber from the Mandalore. Yeah, well, I got triggered yesterday and it was like trauma. I felt like we were going back down the Skyrim vinyl collection edition again, where you guys coaxed me into buying a you six piece vinyl set for 250 bucks. You set yourself up for these though. That's the thing. You send them to us with the anticipation and hope that we will peer pressure you into buying them. No, that's not true. Cause I didn't send you the uh, dark saber at all. You sent me you. Yeah, you did. You sent me the out. Oh, okay. Maybe you didn't. No, that was Ryan. I sent the dark saber now that I, now that I'm thinking of it, but oh, I man. like our version of the story more where you sent it and then yeah. you convinced he you did. to buy it. Right, Ryan. Not, he did send it to yeah, us. Yeah. You totally sent it to us. And then, I was I was bad cop this time, which usually Jacob's bad cop. I was no cop this time. You were good cop and bad cop. You pretty much yeah. did the whole pressuring on your own. Adam you, Adam you helped a lot. Adam started it. Adam really started it and said, basically built you up to say you are the chosen one and you deserve this saber. And then I said, you won't because you're not brave enough. You don't have the heart to wield that saber. And then you got a little bit insecure, and then I just put a little <laughs> bit more pressure on there. <laughs> and then I and then I played to your your fascination with samurai culture and said every samurai needs their sword, and this is your sword. You did. Oh, I was getting it, hit from all angles, and it was really tough, guys. The I best part was when the first website I sent, uh, Nick is like, "Oh, sorry, guys, sold out." <laughs> and then Jacob sends GameStop has the exact same saber, and he goes, "Nice try, Nick. Here it is in stock." <laughs> it was also like twenty dollars cheaper too, so I got you a better yeah. deal. Yeah, yeah, go. I appreciate that. Anyways, we are in the presence of greatness here, rightful heir to Mandalore. But this is the way. This is the way. Today we are here to talk about the future. This is our last episode of 2020. This should be airing the last week of 2020. And we want to look forward. We want to look forward to the new year. We want to see what's coming up. We want to get excited. This is Bush League Gaming's first full year. You know, we hopped in in the middle of 2020. And we're hopeful to cover, you know, give you the game coverage that you, you want in 2021. So guys, was it easy looking into games of 2021? Was there a wide selection? Are you excited for things or is it going to be a bad year? I feel like we're headed into a pretty crazy year for gaming and I'm, I'm super excited personally. I don't, I, I look at the list of games. There's a ton I'm not interested in, but even more that I am. I just feel like it's a crazy time to be alive. And, you know, looking back on when we were in high school, we're like maybe two good titles came out a year. Maybe, man, it's, it's really exciting to see what, what's on the docket, especially for Sony we Still know, a little left to see for Nintendo. I was going to say, we know nothing about Nintendo. We know right nothing now. about Nintendo. I'm sure they got some tricks up their sleeve. But yeah, Sony, there's a bunch of uh, things coming to Game Pass. So I think it's going to be all around a really good year for gaming. Yeah, it's it's funny you bring up what it was like being kids because we always talk about how kids these days have no idea how good they have it with the selection of games at the price that they have it. And yeah, it, it feels like we're going into another, you know, maybe 2018. Nick, what do you think of 2021? I would agree with everything Ryan just said. It's kind of tough, you know, looking at this. I'm, I, I mean, first off, I'm excited. There are a ton of games that are coming out that I'm looking at going, that looks good and I want to play that. But to Ryan's point, 
even this year, there were multiple indies that I didn't even know existed. They just came across my feed or you just sent it into the group and it was like, wow, I have to stop and play that. So I think with the with how fast games are being developed and how many are being put out there, I'm, I'm just optimistic for another year of so many good games coming out that aren't even big titles or things that we've looked at. So it's going to be a killer year, I think. And, and that's one thing too, you bring up indies. That's I think we're just becoming more aware of the indies that are out there. And when you mix in indies with these big titles, it just feels like we have constantly something good to play now. Like it, it, there's just no lull anymore. Yeah, and I feel like the indies too, I mean, correct me if, if, if I'm wrong or you think you have a different opinion, but I just feel like indies nowadays are different than what we would have called indies maybe 10 years ago. Like seven out of 10 indies that I play are just fantastic. It's almost like they're just indies because they have a small studio or they're making one-off games. So yeah, the indies are just killing it. And I'm really excited for those as well. I I totally agree, Nick. I feel like indies originally just didn't have the support or resources to do what they're doing today, which is a great thing. Like the more developers out there that are capable of making quality games, uh, the better for everyone. And so I think people buying in and believing that indies are a great form of gaming and bring very unique experiences that like some of the main titles can't do because bottom line, a lot of those games, they just have to make money. So they're going to make decisions that are, are driven by the income it's going to bring. Whereas indies, um, yeah, obviously they want to make money, but really a lot of them are passion projects or things that people are doing because they've always wanted to make this game. And so I think it's a really creative space where we get a ton of unique titles that are all are worth playing. Quite frankly, you know, not all of them used to be. And I feel like more and more I'm, I'm seeing ones where I'm like, oh my gosh, I would love to play this game. I, I don't even have time to play all of the indies that are, that look amazing. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah, I completely agree. So with that said, guys, let's go into some of those smaller titles that we're expecting. It doesn't have to be indies necessarily, but let's let's leave some of those flagship big ones that we're all thinking of towards the end of this list. And Ryan, let's start with you. What are, what are some of those smaller titles you're looking forward to in 2021? This one might come to surprise you. It's called Chia. Do you remember hearing about that? I don't think so. Chia, like Chia with Pet? a T. Starts with a T. I think it's pronounced Chia. It was announced at the pre-show oh, for the Game Awards. I brought this up last Moana week. Moana looking kind of. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's kind of Moana looking. It has like definitely a Breath of the Wild vibe. You climb and glide, and you're just exploring this little this little like Pacific island, which is based off New Caledonia, which is like a Pacific island. It just is a really interesting world. Looks super artsy, beautiful. And it it mixes kind of what you love about Breath of the Wild with also uh, Mario Odyssey with Cappy. So it's like all these different creatures that you can manipulate and take control of. So as you explore this island, you can turn into a shark or a pelican or some random animal, an iguana that you come across. And each of them can access different areas or do different things that you need to just kind of accomplish different tasks around the island. And so... I don't know that it's going to be like a gripping story or anything crazy like that. It just seems like, a, I don't know, it kind of seems like it has a good vibe. Something that I could relax to and just really get behind these little simple tasks that are on a really fun island and require some clever thought, I guess. Now, did you see a 2021 release date on that? Oh, actually, that's and, a good and question. The reason I bring that up is because I have a couple indies from the Game Awards as well that don't have release dates. So I do have kind of a section that I do. And I think we should maybe start with a little bit of that. I'm going to go into two of those games as well that are indies that were at Game Awards and, the, and that we don't have release dates for. And, and Nick, you're going to you're gonna vibe with some of these. And I know we've actually talked about a couple of them. So the two big ones that I'm anticipating that are that, that are indies that don't have release dates that could be 2021, maybe 2022. But the first is season, which we talked about season on our game awards episode. We gushed about it. I love it. Season looks amazing. Uh, It's very much like you said, Ryan, something you can just like chill and relax to. You're kind of exploring this beautiful, this beautiful artistic world, very calming music going on. And then in addition to that, 
the other game, not as relaxing, but looks just as exciting and beautiful. It's called Road 96. And both those games were shown and had awesome trailers. But yeah, we don't have dates for them. And, and they're from smaller studios. So I, I do think they're worth pointing out that they could end up in 2021, just like Chia. But we don't know for sure. They could end up in 2022. Nick, did you did you have any of those on your list? Because you're, you're a big indie guy. Yeah, I actually, so I had three on there and both of those were on there. The other one wasn't announced at the Game Awards, but we've talked about this briefly offline and that's Eastward. So this is an indie that was supposed to come out this year and got pushed back to next year. It's being developed by Pixpill and it's being published by Chucklefish. It's a kind of retro pixel art, uh, Stardew Valley type game. And I've just, just as much as we gushed over seasons, I'm gushing over this hard. And this will be a huge indie that I'm looking forward to in 2021. You've been talking about Eastward for like three to four months continuously because they were supposed to come out around this time, right? Correct. Yeah, they were, they were kind of pushing it down to December, hoping they could get it out this year. And last week, uh, Chucklefish came out and said that it was going to be pushed back to next year. Yeah, so some of those pixel indies are going to be high on my list for 2021. Oh, I believe it. So the other indie that I had, and I, I, I can't speak to for sure if it's indie, but I know it came out on PC last year, also at the Game Awards, but it's getting a PlayStation release as the final cut. This is Disco Elysium, the final cut. And man, we talked about this on the Game Awards episode. I'm so excited for this. It looks RPG. It, it's kind of that top-down isometric view. Uh, Nick, I got very much Nick vibes from this. I did throw this question to Twitter. What, you know, what are your most anticipated games of 2021? And we got quite a few responses. I'm going to, as we touch on these different games, I'm going to throw to some of the BLG community. So actually with Disco Elysium, James uh, responded, he's at Jackpot. He said, got to shout out Ratchet and Clank and the Disco Elysium PlayStation release. So I'm thankful that I'm not the only one who kind of saw that trailer from Game Awards and and got super pumped for the PlayStation release because I think a lot of people missed it on PC. But yeah, that that's one that I'm super excited about. And I don't even want I don't want to call this an indie because technically I think EA is behind it, but it is a smaller game. It's not one of their main titles. It takes two. Oh yeah, it's yep. supposed to come out in March. And yep. um, man, I I love this idea. If you buy the game, you get one free code to share with a friend and that i mean that is such a amazing concept also so unlike ea or anyone that works with ea which is you know maybe that's a statement that they want to kind of flip that a little bit but yeah not reading into it too much it's just a really fun idea i'm excited to play with one of you or both of you when when this game comes out i'm definitely gonna do everything i can to beat it with one of you guys and oh, no. i just think it's a really unique experience nick and i already uh, called each other so you're gonna have to find someone else well that's fine because i was also thinking about just setting up another ps5 next to my current <laughs> ps5 and playing both parts by myself that's how you play yeah. most two-player games isn't it right well i'll get that free code so i just get two of the versions of the game and uh-huh. you know oh yeah 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 it's bold i think it's a kind of creative game I'm, I'm really interested in and i'm excited to see more games like this as developers kind of just branch out and go yeah actually we can build whatever we want and, and become even more creative and this is definitely one of those games that i think is going to be unique so guys are those the smaller titles for you that's all of them so yeah. as we get into these bigger ones i want to we'll bring up the big flagship titles but also i want to come up with our top three you know, we'll throw out our top three and then we will kind of agree upon and, and have a BLG most anticipated 2021 for our top three. So before we go into top three and, and some of the bigger most anticipated titles, I want to touch on two games that we we pretty much are missing or at least miss, missing anticipation for 2021 because we didn't play their predecessor. The first of which is Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. So we have not played the first Ratchet and Clank yet, which we do plan on it. So I do think our anticipation and our excitement's maybe a little bit lower than most. I have played two previous Ratchet and Clanks. So I have experience with that world and I am excited for this, but you're right. I don't think we could do justice to saying this is one of our most anticipated when we're still planning on going back to, to play the PS4 game. Exactly. Yeah, I agree. And then in that same vein, there is Horizon Forbidden West which we we have talked about wanting to play Horizon Zero Dawn, and we haven't right, dabbled yeah. in that yet. 
but I, I do have intentions too. I think like we talked about one of our recent episodes, we all have open world fatigue right now. So we're, we're kind of holding off on, on jumping into some of these big worlds and giving them a fair cl- kind of clean slate. But that's a lot of people's top of their list, 2021 anticipated game. Someone from the community, actually, Connor Knowles, he's one of the co-hosts from the Nerdic Gods podcast. He said his most anticipated games of 2021 are Resident Evil Village, Horizon Forbidden West, and he really hopes Starfield sees the light of day sometime next year. Okay. Not trying to call anyone out, but if your name is Nerdic Gods and your most anticipated game is not Ragnarok, what's going on? It, what's going on? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to ruffle any feathers. I, are you Nerdic? Are you, you starting no, Nerdic you, Gods? You're great. You're trying to start a beef here? No, 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 no. Nerdic Gods, Gods great. I just hope you're looking forward to Ragnarok like I am. Connor, uh, Jacob Bush here of Bushley Gaming. We're not trying to start any fights here, but that's a great question. We would like to hear your response of why is why is the sequel to God of War not on your list? Maybe yeah, it's just an uh, obvious one, and he doesn't have to say it. Yeah, uh, Connor, uh, Nick here from uh, Bushley Gaming Podcast. Uh, just want to let you know that Ryan's comments are not an endorsement of our team, and yep. uh, just looking forward to hear what hear what you say about that. Okay, yeah, just run me over with the bus. And we can continue the rest of the podcast. Gladly, gladly. Just run me over the bus. I'll die on this hill. Yep. I'm so sorry, Connor. Every time. So, guys, I want to hear some of these big titles. Leave your top three, if you can, towards the end. Nick, let's start with you. Give us your big titles that are most anticipating in 2021. Mm, You want me to list them all off? Let's hear hear what you have, and then we'll dive into those. Yeah. So, not a shocker, God of War Ragnarok is on there. And... I think regardless of rather we would have played this when it came out or the fact that we just played it a few months ago, We're still this high still would have been, yeah, this still would have been top on the list for sure. We're still hung over on God of War. And one, one clarification too, and I saw this because I had the same impression as you, Nick. Apparently the sequel to God of War might not be called Ragnarok. Mm, Is that did true? not know that. That's uh, it's still, it's still an unnamed sequel. I think what they had in the trailer was like Ragnarok is coming is what they were saying. Uh, oh, so it could yeah. still be called God of War Ragnarok. I, I, I'm not saying that's not the case, but I've seen people online say, oh, no, like there could, there's still a, a pending title to it. So f- for okay. the sake of this podcast, let's call it the God of War sequel. Mm. If I mean, if they come out with a name like God of War Valhalla 2 or <laughs> Valhalla, yeah, God of War, Father and Son, like it won't live up. Yeah, it'd be Ragnarok. so. Nick, what else? We'll we'll, we'll circle back because I think that's going to be on all of our lists. What else is on your list? So Kina, Bridge of Spirits is right up there with God of War, the sequel. I don't know this. What is this? I did not expect that because I knew you were looking forward to that game. I definitely knew you were looking forward to that game, but I did not expect it to be in your top, which I actually love. Yeah, this game gives me... I'm not hating. Dude, this game gives me the feels in all the right places, not not in a weird way. The artwork, the little cute creatures, the colors, the kind of childish portrayal of, of good and evil. Uh, it just gives me some really good vibes. I'm super pumped about this title. You know what this kind of reminds me of? What? Jack and Daxter. Did anyone get that vibe? I don't know I what see, game we're talking about, actually. I can I don't see what the connection could be made. But uh, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I think Nick and I have been talking about this game in private messages, Jacob, that you're not part of. Well, hey, we're still playing It Takes Two, so you can be jealous of that. Mm. But Jim, no, but, no, 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 but Jim, no, 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 no. He, he just he just sent me an, an instant message, and it says, I'm, I'm going to play It Takes Two with you. He didn't. He didn't do that. So wait, yeah, he where did, did, in the where same did message you, where he talks about Kina, where did this you game that about, you haven't heard of. <laughs> genuinely, where did you hear about Kina? I, did I miss an award show? No, it was on one of the... Uh, one of the award shows, not the most recent one. It was on like a Sony showcase. Or- yeah. And it was just a quick trailer uh, in between one of the breaks or something like that. It wasn't a big, you know, it didn't get the spotlight in any of the, you know, the main content. Interesting. Okay. I'm gonna have to check this out. This, this kind of was completely off my radar, but I'm looking at a trailer for it now and it looks fantastic. I love the oh. art style. Yeah. It's, uh, it's speaking to me. So Nick, Oh, cool. Okay. I do remember this now you turned, Basically, you're turning a dead forest back. You're giving it life again, it looks like. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So, Nick, hit us with another one of your big titles here. That was a great selection. Harry Potter Hogwarts Legacy. There it is. Guys, I saw this reveal. I've never heard of that one. What is that? I literally peed in my pants when I saw this reveal. I mean, it was like, no way. I mean, we were watching this together, right? Same time. I have no idea what you're talking about. He's going to play this bit out, isn't he? (laughs) Nick. 
I think so. That's if why we I'm just not keep saying talk, If we just keep talking. Well, Nick didn't Nick didn't acknowledge me the first time. I mean, I, I felt insecure, so I felt like I had to keep it going. No, I, I didn't hear I didn't hear the first time. The best part is that this is gonna stay in the final edit. I Ooh. I'm fine with that. No, Ryan, I missed that. I missed I'll lay that my insecurities bare for everyone to see. So Ryan, Nick, are you knocking on Harry Potter? No, not at all. I was just making fun of Jacob for not hearing about Kana. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. I see what you did there. Yeah, that went over over everybody's head. So I see that. No, well. no, it didn't. No, well. the <laughs> listeners are listeners <laughs> are agreeing with me. Not, listeners. A, not a single listener. The feed, the feed says everyone's like, "Yeah, we're totally following Ryan." <laughs> our, Jacob, our live chat, our chat, <laughs> our live chat. Oh yes, thank you. Uh, boom, headshot sixty nine, sixty nine. Yeah, appreciate that. <laughs> uh, no, four twenty blaze. It says he's he's on my side on this one. So th- this is all you, Ryan. You're out on this one. Oh, yeah. Doritos boy says Jacob, shut up. You're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Mountain Dew shooting crusher is is totally on board with Harry Potter. So sorry. Mountain Dew shooting crusher. That is that is my username actually. I hopped in a chat. <laughs> Cornelius 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 Crypto. crypto. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyways, let's bring it in. Let's bring it back to Harry Potter. Uh Hogwarts Legacy, Nick. This is looking like a 2021 title. This was a big reveal for us. I think we were watching. We were watching something. I don't think we were together, but I think we were texting no. about it. Yeah, we were watching at the same time. And if you had told me a Harry Potter game was coming out, I'd be like, ah, oh, cool. You know, like whatever. I just recently played one of the mobile app games and it's just kind of one of those, you know, click and touch, get you to buy a bunch of stuff and you have to wait to level up. But when I saw this, the world uh, kind of, I don't know that open world's the right description at all, but. I mean, there's there's depth to it. You get to move around, you get to fire wands, fight, you know, creatures. I mean, it looks like a fully fleshed out Harry Potter game, and I just cannot wait. Yeah, it's a Harry Potter RPG, which if you're going to give me a Harry Potter game, that's exactly what I want, where you're basically yeah. attending Hogwarts, learning spells, using those spells. It, it looks like the perfect Harry Potter game, and, and this actually ended up on my list as well, very, very high. Uh, Ryan, was this on your list? Actually, yeah, yeah, that's... That's one of the top ones on my list. So Nick stole it and I can't say it now, but I am super excited for this game because I actually <laughs> did not get into Harry Potter until college. So Ooh. I had like an adult experience and I still was like consumed by their world. I mean, I just think it's awesome writing. It is super, super cool. And uh, yeah, cannot wait to explore Hogwarts because I feel like I was a little behind on everything harry potter and now i get to uh start this game with everybody else so it'll be fun it's gonna be a blast hey what what house is ryan nick i took the test i know he's definitely gryffindor yeah i'm gryffindor i would guess gryffindor you guys are both ravenclaws and that's not even up for debate yeah am i right i've taken the test i'm ravenclaw adam is hufflepuff yeah yeah. for sure without a doubt no doubt staunch hufflepuff staunch so nick what else all right this one this one might come as a shock to you because we all know i am not a fan of superhero games but gotham knights whoa is on i'm my list. so glad you said that yeah wow i knew we had to talk about this game because i i wasn't sure if jacob was gonna pick it because we haven't talked about it in a really long time but it looks amazing yeah, and I think this is fresh off of our Spider-Man remastered review and some of the flack I got for having super low expectations because superhero games suck. And, you know, you guys and Adam, everyone was like, whoa, 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 whoa. What about Arkham? And it's like, well, I didn't play that. It's probably the one game I wish I would have played. And uh, even that that game still looks awesome when I look at it. So I want to dig into it, but I think that Gotham Knights, because I haven't played Arkham, because of how great it looks, I think this is going to be a game that I'm just going to gravitate towards in 2021. I'm so excited. Both of you are excited for this because this is a multiplayer game. So we are going to hit the streets of Gotham mm. and we're just going to smash people. And I, I have to say, though, I have to I have to throw it out there first. I am a huge Nightwing fan. So I called Nightwing. I, that's the one I'm least interested in. Who so. you, are you? Who are you interested in? Red Hood, you don't. Red Hood is Red Hood is pretty cool looking. He's yeah. I mean, I don't really know a ton about Red Hood. Also, Nick, is this a superhero game? They're not superheroes. They're just heroes. Whoa, 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 whoa! I mean, they don't have powers, right? Grayson, can Batman be a superhero? Shred softly here. I don't know about Dick Grayson, but I'm asking for definitions. Being Batman a superhero. 
Yes, Batman is a superhero. Get out is of he? here with this. Get out of here with this. He's this is a, this he's isn't up no, for debate. He's basically a police officer with a really good suit. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. You're I so mean, lucky Adam's not here right now. I can't he can't defend himself right now. And it's I'll I defend no, I like can see him listening to this and he is gonna explode. I'll defend yeah. him. The the yeah. the Batman yeah. the Batman universe has some of the most rich superheroes I ever. I agree. I as much as I kid, I think, I mean, Batman is just the most BA hero ever. So it, I'm really excited for this game. I think it'll be a lot of fun with all of us playing it. And uh, it might be the best multiplayer superhero game of all time because I'm not trying to call out other games, but Marvel did not quite live up. No, they <laughs> I'm completely... trying to call out other games that I just named. Yeah, Avengers. Avengers did not hold up. So. I am looking for that experience. I'm super optimistic. Great pick, Nick. Great pick. Thanks. Appreciate it. Nick, do you have anything else? Yeah, I have one more. And this one definitely won't be on your guys' radar. And it's going to be, you know, I might I might get made fun of a little bit for this because it's a mobile game. But Diablo Immortal should be out in 2021. Yeah, People are going to hate you for this. Yeah, people are going to hate you for this one. I know they are. There's going to be... So there's not a firm release date for it, but I know that Diablo 4, for all the real Diablo fans, uh, they're upset about the mobile version. It's not a mobile version of 4. It's a completely separate game, but I love playing games on my iPad, and I can totally just see myself enjoying getting a little bit of that Diablo fix on my iPad on the go. And so I'm excited for this one. I know a ton of people aren't and there was the famous uh <laughs> famous guy that stood up at the show that was like are you serious and and what's his face was like yeah do you guys not own phones and it was kind of this really disrespectful <laughs> so bad uh, so back tone and death. forth but um it is kind of yeah. baller though look hate hate me all you want um it's gonna be fun on the mobile and look if you don't want to play it don't play it dude i love to that be, to be fair nick is the exact demographic for this game Oh, I yeah. mean, you you mobile game all the time. Like you actually love mobile games. Yeah. So it's not like a Diablo fan being forced to play the game they love on mobile. It's a mobile fan getting exactly what he wanted on his mobile device. Yeah. And look, I'm not trying to make any fans mad, but the the rise in mobile gaming and the revenue and profits that are coming from it. And be optimistic that Blizzard is going to make a ton of money and hire more developers and continue putting out the actual Diablos. So I think a lot of good things can come from it. I know that the hardcore gamers are, are not very happy, but I'm, I'm going to enjoy it. And so I'm, I'm excited about it. Get out of here with your reason, your intelligence, yeah, your intellect, your reason. You have a well-formed uh, argument here. Yeah. And if you're pissed about it, tweet at Ryan. <laughs> yeah, please, please do. I would you, love to hear I would love have... to hear it. And then I'll neatly organize it for Nick and then <laughs> give it to Nick. You all have phones, right? You all have phones. Uh, Get over it. Uh, Nick, so uh, Super Smash Mountain Dew Lover 6469, he says that he thinks you're an idiot. Straight out of the chat. Just just came in. Uh, 6469. Yeah, that's the common. common uh, born in 64, maybe 69. Not sure. <laughs> it's a window it's a range of not years. exactly sure <laughs> so the hospital records were really bad back then ryan let's throw it to you <laughs> with your top picks i i feel like this is going to catch you off guard but it should not surprise either of you um number one lego star wars not a surprise i have it on my list because of you oh dude i I consume Lego Star Wars at an alarming rate. I've played all of the games, unlocked everything in every game. I am a sucker for this. And so I'm super excited. I've actually done a bunch of research on kind of news that's coming out or rumors, a lot of rumors. But one thing that has been confirmed is there are going to be 24 planets to visit in the Star Wars galaxy. And it wow. is, it's Spacious. open galaxy. So at any moment, you can go to any of these 24 worlds and they will all have their own main hub. So, I mean, that's just no other Star Wars game has ever provided that for us. So yeah, we what have- what platform are you playing this on? I will be getting uh, on my PS5. Okay, for sure. Mm, I thought about maybe Switch, if it comes to Switch, um, but- no, It's gonna look too good. Like, they make these games look really good now. I know, yeah, I, I look really, I'm looking forward to like some of the cinematic stuff. So I'll get on my PS5 and yeah, 24 planets, there's, it's like not fully confirmed, but through like trailers and things, people have put together a list of the planets that they suspect are all in the game. 
things like Coruscant, Naboo, Tatooine, Geonosis, Kamino, uh, Kashyyyk, Mustafar, Yavin 4, Hoth, Dagobah, Bespin, Endor, Jakku, Takodana, Dakar. So, so the planets from the movies is what you're saying. Planets from the movies, but a uh, ton of planets I've never heard of, which like I am super excited for. Uh, Kajimi, Kefbir, Pasana, a Jean Claus. Jean Claude Van Damme. Jean Claude Van Damme. That was exactly what came into my head. <laughs> Crate, which would be sick. Um, Cantonica, Octo, and uh, which we have heard of. Utopa or Utopu. Utapau. Utapau. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to guess that at, at least one or two of those. I'm sure that you've heard, we've they're heard cl- somewhere. But Clone Wars planets. Some of those, yeah, you're, you're right though. Some of those though, I like, it doesn't ring anything in my mind and I'm just like, oh. They're familiar. Exciting. Yeah, they're familiar, but I cannot picture them in my head. So I had to do some research on a bunch of those. But yeah, I think, I think they're, they, this was supposed to come out in 2020. I don't know it if you guys was. remember. Yeah. And it was a big deal to me when they like secretly pushed it back into 2021 and didn't really say much about it. But I was like, okay, I respect the people that are making this game clearly care about it. TT Games has always nailed the Lego Star Wars franchise. They've always made these games incredible. So I am just excited for what they're going to do. It's like tons of content. Supposedly, way more characters have very unique abilities that can only open certain areas or reach certain things or unlock things like they put a ton of work into the uniqueness of each of these characters and put an insane insane amount of characters probably more characters than have ever been in any game ever and i cannot wait i love that stuff same dude i and i just watched the lego star wars holiday special last night and man that's right it's really good, and it got me in the mood for this game. It really did. I want to watch that. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. You'll love it. Yeah, guys, and not to continue being that guy, but I just recently picked Lego's Star Wars uh, TCS and The Force Awakens up on mobile. I don't know if they're identical, but they were super fun on the iPad, not what I was expecting. So Yeah, they're great games, man. So, Ryan, going to your next pick, that was a, uh, another fantastic pick. This one is basic. I think it's... In all of our lists, really, it's God of War. I cannot wait to see what they do next in the story. We all know how the last one ended. If you haven't played it, I don't want to spoil anything, but they really set up. I mean, I feel like we got so much amazing story and content in the first game, but they left so much to see. I mean, it's so artfully done how there's so much in the world that we have yet to even come across that are the bigger parts of the world. We haven't even seen like the main Norse gods yet. So for them to make such a successful game with like some of the lesser known gods and goddesses of like Norse mythology, I cannot even imagine what they're going to do with like these main headliner gods and what those battles are going to look like. So I, I have really high hopes. I'm not even nervous. A lot of these like huge titles I get kind of anxious for, which we'll get into with my next pick. I'm not even nervous because I think Santa uh, Santa Monica Studios is just going to absolutely crush this. Yeah, they were born to do this. Yeah, and like you said, they kind of were able to prove that they can make an amazing game with kind of C-list characters. And now you're throwing in the big A-list characters and and we all have confidence that they're just going to nail it. So, agree. That's another one at the top of my list. Ryan, I think I know what you're alluding to here, knowing who you are, but hit us with this next pick. I would describe this as not my most anticipated. It's my most anxiously awaited game of 2021. I am so nervous for this game because it could be everything we've ever wanted, fan or no fan, or it could be a hot burning pile of garbage. (laughs) Man, I'm really hoping it's not that. I'm really, really hoping it's not that. You think that this could be a possible flaming heap of trash i'm nervous i am really nervous. <laughs> i'm nervous <laughs> well and, and the reason you are right is because it, it was significantly delayed yeah so there's been 
I don't want to say necessarily issues, but there's just been a lot of roadblocks for them. Their trailer was not announced well. I guess I should just say the game, Halo Infinite. The trailer was not well welcomed. I got hyped for it. The gameplay they showed, I thought I thought it was like the classic Halo we love with um, just beautiful graphics, but there was still a lot left to be desired. I guess, you know, it didn't necessarily look next gen. It didn't look like they really changed much up but it was kind of back to the covenant. And so I, I don't know. It's like, there's so many directions yeah. they could take this game. They it's supposedly somewhat open world, right? So like, there's just this big giant map. And as you adventure, you unlock more and more areas to like explore. I love that idea. If it's done well, like we've talked about, I have some open world fatigue and I'm not, I'm not like craving an open world RPG with master chief. Like, that's not what I want from Halo. Yeah. And so I just hope that although it's open world, it's not like, oh, I'm going to the next town to like free a settlement just like I did at the last town. And then I get some trader and I could, you know, barter for something like that's not what I want out of a Halo game. I just want like crazy explosions, crazy gunfights and all sorts of weird gameplay and uh, that creative kind of stuff that we saw in like Halo 2 and Halo 3. So yeah, there's there's just a ton of directions that that it could go from what we know. And so I'm very, very anxious about it. And I think too, you said maybe not issues, but maybe that's what they are. You know, they're right. I, I think I overlooked some of this. I don't know what you guys thought about Chris Lee stepping down from 343 Industries lately, if you guys heard about that news. But typically, I don't know about the gaming industry, but in general, when you see these kind of big directors or people that have always been a part of these projects leave them, it's usually not the best sign. So yeah, I guess guess some of those nerves are well-placed maybe, Ryan. Yeah, and and I don't hate 343 Studios by any means. I think they can make a great game. Not it. I wasn't incredibly blown away by Halo 5. I know a lot of Halo fans hate Halo 5 and uh, Halo 4 too, which I thought was a pretty good game. But when Bungie stepped away after Halo 3 and 343 Studios took over, I don't even think anyone understood what they were stepping into because it's a fan base that will die for this game. Like, it's a fan base that is not easily pleased and they have a enormous load on their shoulders. And so although I do play and consume all the games they put out, not everyone does and people are willing to let them know. And so I'm just hoping that it it encourages them to want to handle this well and it doesn't just freak them out and they collapse and burn out. Well, and there's... There's more writing on this release than most games ever. So the reason I do have some confidence that this will do well is that they delayed it pretty much a year, right? This was supposed to launch alongside the Series X and Microsoft pushed it back a year. And to me that says, hey, we're going to take our time and we're going to put out a good game when it's ready. Because Microsoft's been criticized for this for a long time. They don't have the games, you know, they don't, they have games, but they don't have the game, right? There's nothing flagship that's pulling people to the console right now. It, there will be, I'm confident there will be, but Master Chief is the flagship character. Halo is the flag, flagship title franchise and they have to nail this. They absolutely have to nail this. And if they don't, I don't think 343 will be developing these games anymore. I don't so, because that's really three games in a row that fans have not received well. Right. So what you're saying is they did not do a cyberpunk. That's a great point, Nick, because cyberpunk did delay, 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 and then they still released a bad game. Yeah. I don't think cyberpunk, they, they delayed for like 10 years. So it is a little <laughs> bit different. I, yeah. and, and Microsoft is a little, I think, better managed in that sense too, where Phil Spencer will not let a broken Halo Infinite come out. He will not mm-hmm. let that happen. He he has goodwill with the with gamers, and there's a reason for that. Yeah. So I have confidence in in his leadership and Agreed. his timing of when that game is ready. So Ryan, another yep. great pick that was on my list. Uh, do you have anything else, Ryan? Other picks? No, that, that's it for the big ones. This is shocking to me that both of you missed this, and you guys are going to kick yourself for missing this next title. I I didn't miss it. I what know what it? you're going to say. What is it? You, Breath of the Wild. How you're Dude. not you're not excited about this? Oh, I'm absolutely pumped, but. 
I'm still not sure. I don't think it's coming out in 2021. I don't. That's either. why I didn't put it on my list. I, yeah. I do. I, Nintendo I, is going to pull Nintendo. They are. It's going to come out in 2024. No, Nintendo's going to release a new Switch at the end of 2021, and they're going to be like, in 2022, you'll be able to play Breath of the Wild on right. it. Right. Yeah. Price and, then, of and Metroid Prime 4 is going to come out in 10 years. Now, dude, this was 35th anniversary of Mario, and next year is the 35th anniversary of Zelda. So just like they did with Mario, they, they released all this stuff for his 35th anniversary. I think they're going to do the same thing for the Zelda franchise. And I think we will see a year of, of Zelda. And I think this is where we see the breath of the wild sequel come out. Yeah. And I'm obviously I'd be thrilled. You know, that breath of the wild was one of the greatest games any of us have ever played. It is what maybe my favorite game of all time. I I think it's that incredible. Um, But I have been a fan of Nintendo for too long. And I, I know they will not release an incomplete game. They just do not do that, which is one of their strengths. But also it means their release dates are as fluid. I mean, they're just like, there's nothing there that it's not a promise. It's not even a goal. It's like, yeah, if, if we get it out by holiday 2021, then great. But it might be holiday 2022. It- They'll literally, they'll literally scrap a complete game and just be like, you know what? That wasn't good enough. We'll just go back to the drawing board. And that's kind of what happened right. with Metroid Prime, right? The, the new yeah. Metroid Prime 4. They totally dismantled it. And now, I mean, we won't see it for probably three, four years. Honestly, I feel like that's how long it's going to take. That was supposed to be a 2021 game, and it's not. So you, this wasn't on your I'm list laughing. simply because you're you're doubting that it's going to happen. Yeah, I I truly do not believe this game will come out. And if it does you know I will drop every other game on my list to play it, even Halo. Yeah, that'll be, uh, that'll be shifting my entire life around for that release date if it comes out. Did you forget about it, Nick, or was it also just not on your list because... Yeah, so it wasn't on my list, but I think I wasn't thinking about it because in my mind, my gut's telling me it's not going to be released next year. But I could be wrong, and if it is, then yeah, I'll be there. I'll be the first person there. Well, and also... We said this at the top of the show. Nintendo has been quiet on everything for 2021. We have no idea what they have up their sleeve. Which is not a good sign for the release date of their main title. Because no, I think they, they I usually... Think no, they're not quiet when it when things are cruising, like Super Smash sign. Bros. I think it's a good they sign. They released like weekly updates of like what's going to be in the game because they knew they were going to hit that release date. And I'm calling Android it right Prime now. 4, we haven't seen anything breath of the wild 2 we haven't seen anything this is a song as old as time jacob i'm telling you there is a good chance i'm not saying it's what's going to happen there's just a very good chance we will right. not see this game. i've got a f- i'm calling it they're going to release a new nintendo switch yep. and they're going to tell so here, you how much better breath of the wild 2 is going to be yep. on the nintendo switch pro and l- let me let me double to 22 i'm, I'm going to take it further in 20 in, in at the end of 2021 December 2021 Ryan we're going to look back at the year and we're going to we're going to say man Jacob was so right 2021 was the year of Nintendo I think that their silence is a silence of confidence I think they know they don't have to sit here and hype things up because they are Nintendo we're going to buy it and I think they're going to hit us with banger after banger this year. I think we're going to hear about it in the next month or two. We're going to start getting some Nintendo directs showing us that, hey, we're Nintendo. We're, we were kind of gone in 2020, which, you know, most of us, we, we miss them. But I think 2021 is the year of Nintendo. I think it's going to happen. I'm not too prideful to admit when I'm wrong. So if that's the case, I'm, I will be thrilled. But you can tell all the the hurt in my heart <laughs> as an Nintendo fan. I love how, they hate you. They hate your schedule. They hate yeah. your family. They hate like what you <laughs> have plans you, for on the holiday season. They're going to do Nintendo, what they want to do. Type in Nintendo hashtag Nintendo, and the like one of the first things that pops up is Nintendo hates you as like <laughs> as like this hashtag that's always like you know. I love like, it. Hey, just, I love them. I I'm a sucker for their games. So. Lay it on me. If this is if this is the truth, and Jacob, you could be right. But they've been silent for this long before, and then like release like stickers in lunch boxes that have Mario on them, <laughs> and like little silly things that no one really wants. The lunch sequel, box. the sequel to Nintendo Labo. That's what they're going to announce. Probably, yeah. And it's like this time, it's like double ply cardboard, <laughs> All right. waterproof. So, guys, it sounds like those are your main selections. I have one more kind of fun one. I'm not exactly anticipating it, but 
I think it's worth pointing out. The Lord of the Rings Gollum is coming out. Yes. I thought you would like yes. that. Right? I thought you would. So you thought I was being sarcastic the other day, and then I got insecure because I wasn't at all. And I thought that <laughs> this game looked amazing. I don't I wouldn't say amazing because we haven't seen anything. And honestly, playing as Gollum doesn't sound like that much fun, but it is it is Lord of the Rings and I will Way to sell it. <laughs> it sounds really creepy, actually. But it does. yeah, I'm in. I'm into it. All right. So guys, that is those those are the main big titles. There is one small one too that I, I did want to bring up. And Ryan, this will resonate with you. The Mass Effect Legendary Edition is coming out this year too, which is going to release all three remastered. I fell off at two. And I loved one and I've heard so many great things about two and three. So this is something I'll absolutely be picking up. I'm super excited about it. I hope that you guys might be game too. And maybe we do a review of, of these titles because seeing it remastered, seeing it on the new consoles, it's a legendary story, right? Oh yeah. I oh, didn't play gosh. them. One, so... two, and three are incredible. As you guys know, Mass Effect 3 had a very, I guess, lackluster ending. Uh, but I think with they had released a bunch of DLC um, that kind of corrected some of the decisions you make that make them more weighty. And so that everyone doesn't get the same ending when they put all of this work up front to make those decisions matter. And so um, I, I'm hoping that's in the Legendary Edition. I don't fully understand yet. I haven't done a lot of reading, but I love these games. They're incredibly beautiful. And I think on the PS5, they're going to look amazing. I didn't play them, so sign me up. Let's do it. So guys, moving out of this kind of section, I did want to rank our top three most anticipated games and kind of come to a consensus here of, you know, what is, what is Bush League gaming is number one, number two, and number three, but one brief aside, I did want to touch on a small detail of games that kind of already have been released that I'm excited about. One of which being cyberpunk 2077. This game is technically out by some people's standards. That's a 2021 release for the PS5. It's a 2021 release for the PS5. And that's why it's on my list. I'm not the only one actually. Uh, Captain Coots uh, he's at Stephen Coots. He said, does the re-release of Cyberpunk count for most anticipated 2021? And yes, it absolutely does. So this is a game that console players have not really played yet. PC players, a very small section of PC players have played this game at, at its full capabilities. But I think as console players still haven't played it. So that's one of the anticipated games for me. I, I did recently return my copy of it. I had a digital version. And sure enough, I wanted my money back because I want to play that when it's ready. The other one that's kind of on that same caliber, it's more of a games as a service. And man, did I get into this, but I'm excited to see what Fortnite has in the future. I never thought I would say this. I feel really weird admitting that. But yes, I like Fortnite. It's a thing. I've sunk probably close to $60 in the last three weeks. And they this game. own you, Jacob. They own me, dude. They, they have, own you. The skins, man. They they know my weakness. As a fellow Fortnite. prisoner of a gaming company is in Nintendo, they own you. And there's no going back. I, I know. I know. But anyways, I am excited to give them more money in 2021. But guys, let's get into it. So I, I think it's safe to say, and let's just rule this one off in the top three. God of War sequel. For all three of us. Is that fair yeah, to say? Yeah, I'll die yeah. for that game. So yeah. My other two, and I haven't really ranked mine for you guys yet, but my other two, similar to you, but Halo Infinite, Ryan, that's in my top three. And then Breath of the Wild 2 is in my top three as well. Those three games, I have my Sony, I have my Nintendo, and I have my Microsoft. Those are my three anticipated games of 2021. I wanted to see We're where do you guys... so basic, because it... I was thinking that, that that's got to be our definitive top three. Do you agree with those three? Yeah, if Breath of the Wild 2 is a 2021 release, yeah, I think those are the three, undoubtedly. Maybe Hogwarts sneaks in there. Nick, are you on board with that? Yeah, so that's the angle I'm going at. What if Breath of the Wild 2 doesn't come out? What put what goes into that spot? Probably Hogwarts for me. Hogwarts, Probably Hogwarts. Hogwarts or... I don't know, Lego Star Wars looks pretty good. Diablo Immortal. Definitely, definitely not, that not one. Definitely not that. Overwatch uh, 2. Oh, Overwatch 2 is probably 2021, is it? isn't it? Come out, know. 2021? We yeah. fell off that. I don't know. I, I think a fair... Oh, go ahead, Nick. No, I would say Harry Potter. I mean, for me, I might slip Kina in there, but I think I'm the only one that has that on my list. So it's probably a toss-up between Kina and Harry Potter. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think that list is pretty solid, and uh, it's hard to think of anything being above God of War, the sequel, or Breath of the Wild. Is it fair to say that with how easy it was to decide with God of War, and, and we're a little more confident on God of War than Breath of the Wild, is God of War our most anticipated game of 2021? 
Yeah, yeah, I think so. I, I would say of those so. three, Halo is the bottom for me. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, we also, I mean, we came in at a storm with uh, God of War as our first title with the PS5, and so emotionally, I mean, we're that game represents our next gen right now. I think it just. I'm still crying about it when I go to bed. Yeah, I still read about Norse mythology. It's it, incredible. Yeah, it's life changing, and and we're not alone. Again, we I threw this out to the BLG community and and Dusty Mac and the Plastic Hearts podcast. They 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 both replied as well and said that God of War the sequel is also on their list of most anticipated. So guys, high hopes, man. I hope it releases in 2021. It, it, God of War could also get pushed back because that was a quick turnaround too. So the three yeah. big titles, our top three most anticipated games all have uh, a release date that could shift further. Right. All could be 2022 titles for sure. 2022 going to be a great year for gaming. <laughs> <laughs> Which really though, we don't know the effects of COVID on, on these on these development teams. I mean, this could push things back further. Yeah, that's totally true. Well, like I, said, I mean, I'll wait patiently. You know, I'm not one of those gamers that gets enraged when people push things back because I would way rather that be the case than what happened with Cyberpunk. Because I think that's a disservice to the game and the developers that worked on it. Unfortunately, yeah, and- unfortunately, yeah, CD Projekt Red is taking a lot of flack when I think I still have high hopes that Cyberpunk's going to be one of the best games we ever play. I I don't know that, but I still think it has potential to be an amazing game once they get those bugs out. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, guys, that was a, a great discussion. I, I'm I think we're all in agreement for the most part that those big three titles are our most anticipated. So moving into what we have coming up next week. So next Monday, our review of Nine Witches Family Disruption comes out. Nick played that. He reviewed that. Uh, I'm looking forward to releasing that episode. Check it out when it, when it posts. After that, we have our review of Bug Snacks with the one and only wannabe critic, AKA the content cowboy, Gabe Fast. After that, we have our review of Beyond a Steel Sky. And hopefully after that, we are all done with Ghost of Tsushima and you'll see a review for that. I think by that time we will be, that's about five weeks away. Let us know if there's any games out there you want us to play. We are open to playing anything and, and we'll review it too. We, we love playing different genres. You can contact us on Twitter at Bush League GMNG, at Nick A. Beard and at Bush League Ryan. Our email is bushleaguegames at gmail.com. Our website is bushleaguegaming.com and our Patreon is patreon.com slash bushleaguegaming. So guys, thanks for hopping in this week. Appreciate it. Uh, this was a fun little, uh, you know, non-review. I love doing this kind of, these kind of episodes and, uh, 2021 looks great. Uh, and I'm excited to review some games with you there. Yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be a good year. Yeah. Yeah. 2021 is going to, yeah, I don't know, knock our socks off. Can't wait to see there. Hopefully it'd be better than 2020. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, Who's uh, to say? <laughs> well downer <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying this could be the the his, best year from here on <laughs> it's a possibility i'm not saying that's gonna happen i'm just saying fair fair pessimist we'll catch you next week thanks for listening bye i love you doritos boy says jacob shut up you're stupid <laughs>